0: Hey, what's going on? Who that nation? It is yours truly TJ Jones. And yes, I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast where we talk New Orleans Saints. Thank you so much for taking time out your busy schedule to check your boy out. Really do appreciate it. On this edition, we're going to change it up a little bit. Um, As you all know, uh, the season is over and news is kind of you know, kind of tight, man, you know, like nothing really too much going on. Uh, You know, the NFL combine is in a couple of weeks. Of course, after that, it's going to be the NFL draft and, you know, Saints news will pick up. And, um, you know, there's some things that we can talk about, you know, but I thought that we'd have a little fun on this episode of the State of the Saints podcast and talk about uh, some of the Saints broadcast and podcast personalities. And I want to talk a little bit about why, you know, I like some of the the podcasters and broadcasters that are going to be mentioned on this episode. Uh, look, first off, I want to make this very, very clear. I know when times come, you know, when you're doing lists, there are individuals that, you know, get a little bit upset if their name's not mentioned. Like, this isn't one of those things where I'm trying to disrespect anybody. It's not one of those situations where, you know, I'm just not trying to uh, you know trying to acknowledge people' work you know what I'm saying I, I acknowledge everybody okay everybody is that the tribal chiefs to me okay I acknowledge you uh anybody that gets behind a microphone or in front of a camera and uh you know pour their hearts out put passion on wax creating content I have nothing but respect for you okay uh but there are some individuals you know that you know that I want to talk about on this episode uh that that do a really good job at what they do. And like I said, it's no disrespect to anybody because once again, being a, a a broadcaster, being a podcaster, it's not easy. You know, I think that sometimes people think that it's it's very, very easy to do because you have so many different personalities that make it look easy. But I'm going to talk about some of these individuals and I'm going to tell you why I feel like, you know, I chose them as you know talking points for this episode and feel free like I said feel free to put uh individuals in the chat that you watched and you know and a and acknowledge so that's how we're gonna do this all right so uh let's go ahead and get started man so I can I created a list here and on this list hold on before I do that I have to let everybody know that the show is brought to you by manscaped.com <laughs> And you have to use the promo code SOTS to save twenty percent off your purchase. There's a contest going on right now. You purchase anything from Manscape, no matter how much it costs, if you use that promo code, uh, the first uh, three individuals that send me that information will be sent uh, some some exclusive things uh, courtesy of Manscape.com. All right. So no matter how much you spend, as long as you use the promo code, uh, you'll you know the first three people will get opportunity to get some prizes courtesy of Manscape.com, but let's go ahead and, and and talk about this list all right uh these are some of my top saints personalities all right um if you look at the list let me take this off the screen because i want to make sure that everybody sees this um you know you got honorable mention you got uh chris Rosvlasklu. uh i po- apologize if i messed up his name but uh you know uh, also, Hoodie Jube, uh, the Boot Tragedies, Inside Black and Gold, Jeff Nowak, uh, you know Steve Geller, and uh, also you got uh, the Who That Confessional with Deuce Winham, uh, Saints Happy Hour with Ralph and Andrew, Raymond Parts the Third, RP3 and Company, uh, Saints Twitter with Adam and Ryan, Sports karma with Big Q, Locked On Saints with Ross Jackson, and After Further Review with Matt Muscona. Now. These are some of the guys that, you know, I put on the list, but there's some others that I'm going to mention. And the reason, you know, why, you know, I, you know, didn't put them on the list, you know, and let's go ahead and get started. So let's let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the honorable mentions here. Let's talk a little bit about um, the boot crew, you know, that uh, Chris uh, does. One thing that I admire about him, Uh, is his his interviewing ability you know he's one of those guys who you know he gets some really heavy hitters on I've seen him have an interview with Drew Brees Uh, he recently had an interview with a guy who was a topic of conversation on last episode Caden Ellis and he has a really good way of getting the information out of individuals without making it seem like it's on some old you know some Jerry Springer Maury Povich type stuff, you know, like it, it, and it it's, it takes, you know, art to be able to do something like that. And what Chris does, he, he does an amazing job at doing that. And also, you know, what I like about him is, I mean, when something really bothers him, he's not like, even though he has a certain position, he doesn't allow it to take away from who he is as a person. And you're going to get credit for that every single time. Like, that's what I admire about individuals that aren't looking at the bottom line, not worrying about who's going to work, worry about who said what, or if they heard me say this, what's going to happen to me? He tells it just like it is. And at the same time, he works really hard to try to make sure that he brings quality content to the table. So for that, I got to give him a lot of respect for that because that's not that's not easy to do. Uh, next is, is Hoodie Jew. Um, Hoodie Jew's passion is something that's amazing to me. Um, He's a guy who works a lot, but he still finds time to create content and be on for, uh, you know, extended amount of time. And when you have other outside responsibilities, that's kind of hard to do. Um, He's not afraid to, you know, take risks at, you know, making uh, different reels in order to make people laugh. Um, You know, I think that he's very knowledgeable of, you know, what he's doing. And he has a fearless personality. And that's what you definitely need if you're going to be a content creator. You got to have a fearless personality. So um, that's one of the main reasons why I have a lot of respect for him and what he's doing uh, on his channel on YouTube. And, you know, I think that, you know, the sky's the limit for him. Uh, You have uh, the boot tragedies. Um, You know, the boot tragedies is... First off, uh, the guy, you know, he's a, he's hilarious. Okay, let me just make that very, very clear. Um, when, you know, and he doesn't sugarcoat anything. Like, he, he's straight, he's in your face. He doesn't care about, you know, what the popular opinion is. If the Saints do something that he doesn't really care for, he's going to tell you. But at the same time, if they do something he likes, he's going to be able to tell you. But he's not going to roll any punches if he, you know, when it comes to telling you what's going on with the team you know like and that's something that i you know i like and also the, his ability to be able to sum it up and in, 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 in small increments you know like shows like this we go for an hour hour and a half two hours sometimes depends on the situation but he's able to take his feelings and his views and comprise it into like 10 to 15 minute videos and you leave there wanting more and at the same time feel like you're fulfilled with the information that he gives you and also his opinion about those things. So he, I got to acknowledge that, you know, and then also, you know, he's, he's making a name for himself and he's, uh, you know, doing some really good work over there. So I have to acknowledge uh, that brother. And finally inside the black and gold uh, with Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak, uh, they're on Odyssey. They're part of WWL. Uh, they started off uh, not too long ago, but they, you know, they go live after every game and they talk a little bit about the team. And normally, once again, you know, Steve Geller is a sideline reporter. And then you have Jeff, who is also a member of the Saints media, but they're not, you know, they're honest and they're open and they have really good chemistry. And I think that the best thing about that is they, they show their personalities at the beginning of the shows. Like you know, the fact that th- they'll be talking about, you know, movies or they'll be talking about different situations that's going on. And you can tell, like, the chemistry that they have is pretty, you know, pretty special. So, um, they, like I said, they just started out, you know, as far as, you know, the growth thing. But I think that they do a really good job at putting that information out there and also, you know, being honest. And, and that's, that's the one thing that I'm going to continue to talk about. Honesty. Honesty is one thing that you know that I value and admire uh when it comes to like being a personality when it comes to the saints so uh those are those are the honorable mentions but let me go ahead and read some of your comments and then we'll go from there uh let's see uh so I guess SOSP uh Saint Twitter Pie boot tragedies keeping it real saints uh Nos, uh saints uh talk uh hoodie uh, you got a uh, boot crew a uh, big uh big q then you got deuce ross and uh saints happy hour i mean there's so many different there's so many different podcasts and and different shows that they have out there that you know definitely they do a really good job at at what they're doing so that, there's no doubt about that uh let's see nola sports a uh, key star player are cursed the injury bug because miss b nasty allegations I don't know what we're talking about there uh another honorable mention nola bros and yourself uh brother tj well look i look i'm making a list and you know man i'm not gonna put myself on a list you know i'm like me personally i'm just happy that you all check out the show like i i, I do this because you know i love what i do you know i love doing this you know and wherever people put me that's fine you know i'm like i don't really care you know don't I don't want to say I don't care because I care about creating content that people can enjoy. You know, if I don't feel like people are enjoying then I probably take myself too serious. But a lot of what I do, you know, I'm just glad that people like it, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, I just enjoy doing what I'm, what I do, but let's go ahead and get back to the, uh, to the list. Um, let me see. Let me, let me go back. Let me, well, let me read this one. Cause it says, uh, and also he be lit yeah he definitely is man I mean he's you know he's young and he's really you know he's really good you know at, at what he's doing you know and you know one thing I admire about him you know I kind of I've been watching him because he's been doing this about as long as I have and just watching him grow from like a young kid to a grown man you know what I'm saying that's just something that you know is pretty remarkable you know because you see him like he's young and then you know he's in the military and i'm like man you know like you actually watching this dude grow so you know i I got a lot of respect for him and especially like him continuing to do content all the while you know doing his adult thing you know it's kind of you know it's almost like invested in a guy like in a sitcom or something like that right you, you know, you start off as like a, you know, a young teenage kid, and then next thing you know, you're seeing him grow, grow up right before your eyes. So definitely, uh, I, you know, I admire him, and um, he does a really good job as well. Uh, let's see, let's go to uh, who that confessional with Deuce Winham. Uh, this is pretty simple for me. This man is like the Godfather when it comes to like YouTube content. Like this guy is like one of the first people to be doing it, and he's been doing it for a long time. You know, before like. People like myself came and so many others, you know, Deuce was out here doing his thing, you know, um, and you see like different people have come on the show and kind of branch off to doing their own thing and really just taking it by storm. Like you you watch how, you know, people like Maddie, Maddie Hudak doing her thing, Ross doing his thing, uh, Elias doing his thing. It's like <laughs> a lot, everybody kind of, you know, like, when you think about them, they were on the show with Dukes, and then, you know, they started, like, kind of doing their own thing. But he still continues to do what he's doing. Not Not only is he good at, you know, getting his point across, but he's also able to, you know, break down film for those that may not really be that good at breaking down film. Or he has a way of showing people, like, Okay, this is what you're looking for on a plate. So a lot of people they watch football, they watch the game, but they're not really looking at all the nuances of the game. And Deuce does a really good job at breaking it down for individuals. Um, and once again, like he's he's been doing this for a long time. He's been basically the Iron Man when it comes to that. So how can you not, you know, respect a guy that that really just been, you know, been putting his head down and putting in the work for I don't know how long? So you got nothing but respect for me when it comes to that. Uh, Saints happy hour with Ralph and Andrew. Um, they actually won the Louisiana podcast of the year last year. Um, one thing I like, like one thing about this show is you have two individuals that are really passionate about Saints football, but they're so like they're different, right? Ralph is a diehard, true saints fan like (laughs) it's kind of hard like to really but it's kind of hard for him to like see like some of the things that we say because he's so optimistic when it comes to the saints like okay you know and then you have andrew on the other hand is like yeah you know i'm saying like i'm i'm a saint fan but at the same time like hey man we need to discuss this and they're like opposites and sometimes you know opposites can can attract And I think that's the the great dynamic about their podcast is that they have that whole yin and yang thing going. Um, And at the same time, they can get their point across. They can have little levels of disagreements, but they still respect each other at the end of the day and they respect each other's uh, opinions. So sometimes you need shows like that where you have those opposites of tracks and it's organic. It's not like, you know, how you see some shows that come on television where if you say you like LeBron, I'm going to make an argument why I don't like LeBron. If you say that Michael Jordan is the GOAT, I'm going to tell you why he's not the GOAT. You know, like people like kind of have two arguments, right? When a a person go first, they have an argument and a counter-argument, even though they might agree with the situation, but because that person agreed with it, I can't agree with it because it's not good television. But these guys, you can tell, that they like what they do, they stand on what they feel, and sometimes they may agree, and sometimes they may not. So I think that that is a uh, true testament to you know who those guys are, and you know the chemistry that they have um, as you know as a uh, podcasters. Uh, let's see, we, we'll we'll stop by number five in just a second, but let me go ahead and read uh, some of your comments again. TJ uh, Boo tragedies and Ross are my go-tos i mess with everyone but chat sports <laughs> i like saints happy hour yeah i do too tj you have the best saints podcast to me because you say things and some other podcasts are afraid to say about our team well look i look i appreciate that um you know, like i said we try to we try to do our best over here man but like i said i'm not gonna put myself I'm not going to rate myself like that. You know, I, I'm not that narcissistic, you know, <laughs> like, if you enjoy the podcast and that, that's all that matters to me, seriously, you know, um, you know, I take a lot of pride in the content that I have. I take a lot of pride at the fact that, you know, I don't phone it in. Um, but, you know, if people are enjoying the podcast, that's all that matters to me. Uh, had them boys hunt every week. <laughs> Ooh, you. Let's see, uh, Jordan over LeBron all day. Uh, I thought about Saints content, but when I knew uh, that was uh, so uh, incompetent, I didn't want to make content sounded like broken records. My take on the team, y'all inspirations to aspiring creators, though. Look, no, it's not about, look, I want people to understand this. If you got something to say, you got something to say. It's like, I feel like you kind of watered down your content when you spend so much time at wondering how it's gonna sound. Like me, I stumble over words. Sometimes I misspell words. Sometimes I don't read words correctly. But uh, but at the same time, when I I get behind this mic, I'm giving you my honest opinion from from the rip. I don't I don't go over notes. Like I don't ever have notes or anything like this. Like it's and of course. I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't have notes because I don't know which way this show is going to go. I know how it's going to start. Like, I know if I start the show, it's going to be, okay, the topic is, like, yesterday, like, yesterday's episode, the the free agents for the New Orleans Saints. It starts off that way, but it might end us talking about, I don't know, uh, Chiwis or Big Shot Sodas, you know? Like, so, you know, I I just feel like when you – think so hard about what you're going to talk about it becomes watered down like the best content is genuine content like you you can't fool people like people can tell if you're like fumbling between notes or you're trying to remember like talking points they can remember that but as long as you love what you're doing and you stay true to yourself then that's the most important thing and also just love the experience love the ride you know love love what you're doing because Sometimes that love is going to keep you motivated to keep going, especially like, you know, when you first started out or maybe you felt like you really put up your best foot forward. And maybe you're looking at numbers or you're starting to look at like when you start doing that, then I feel like you kind of, you know, going to kind of shortchange yourself. So, you know, just keep yourself motivated. It doesn't matter like if you sound like if the Saints lose. Well, if the Saints lose. You're frustrated about it, you're frustrated about it. And if it does sound like a broken record, then guess what? You know, that's just what it is. But as long as you're happy about the content that you put out, then that's all that matters, man. Because at the same time, you want to do what you love, right? And if you're doing it with passion, if somebody just so happened to like it, then that's fine. But if they don't like it, you still stay true to yourself and that's something that has value but let's go ahead and continue let's go with uh raymond parts the third rp3 103.7 A game out there in lafayette louisiana um one thing i love about rp3 is his energy i remember i had rp3 on the on a podcast a while back and i could just remember like his energy and how you know like how much he has like you got to kind of keep up with him like I never like for like, usually I can kind of, you know, match people's levels. But that was like one of the first times like I ever interviewed somebody or talked to somebody that I feel like I couldn't match their energy. And you need that for a guy who does the show solo. And I mean, he has a producer on the show, but for the most, you know, talking for those hours is him. And he interviews people. And, you know, like he he makes you feel comfortable. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of respect for him because of what he does I mean he's funny he's witty and like I say the, the energy is always high and you know I, I respect the heck out of him and then on top of that man like I've had a I have a, a privilege of actually you know calling this guy a friend you know like so I've you know been able to watch you know not watch but listen to him you know during, you know during the mornings and stuff like that and I mean people in Lafayette Louisiana if you follow 103.7 the game you know how special this guy is as a broadcaster like to me he like he's one of the best out there and um I really enjoy it and also somebody that I didn't that I didn't mention and you know why I'm saying this but he definitely deserves to be on this list is T-Bob Abear. T-Bob Abear to me is the star you know when it comes to like you know sports in Louisiana he's the star he's the to me he's the Pat McAfee of same sports. Like I can literally see T-Bob a bear in the next two to three years, like doing the same thing. Pat McAfee is doing like, and the thing about it is that's his personality. That's who he is. Like if you, if you, I used to listen to T-Bob when he was on, he was on WWL, not the main station, but like the, I guess like the WWL two. he was doing it mornings with Kristen Garrett. When I was living out in Mississippi during the time, and I can just remember him like when he first started out. I think he was fresh out of LSU. Um, you know, he had a little stint with the NFL, but you know, decided to transition to uh the broadcasting. And you can really kind of see this guy's, you know, magic, his his ability, his charisma. Like you can, you can hear all that. And now, you know, you you see him and you know, on, you know, off the bench. You know, with um, Jacob Hester, like you, you see these guys, you know, together. But I'm telling you, man, T. Like, it would not surprise me, like, in the next two to three years, if T. bob Bear is like doing some of the same things that that Pac McAfee is doing. Like, in I guess I, I really have so much love for this dude. You know, like, he is like, he he is amazing at what he does, man. And like I said, he he, that's him. Like, it, I don't feel like he goes to espn every day and just be like okay i'm gonna do this today it's just him like t bob is you know t bob to me is is up next you know so i I have to i have to acknowledge that but let's go ahead and move forward man. let's talk about the saints twitter podcast with adam and ryan uh (laughs) that i mean look if you are on twitter uh if you actually listen to these guys show like you'll see why i'm about to say what i'm saying two of the most passionate New Orleans Saints fans I have ever seen in my entire life. Like not afraid to not afraid to say anything. Don't care what anybody thinks about them. Don't care about if you, you checking them out at night, like that's, that's their magic. You know, the fact that they're so Frank, they're so direct, they're so live. They so in your face and the the chemistry. Once again, is amazing if you're doing podcasting if you're doing broadcasting with someone you definitely want to make sure that you have chemistry like these guys to me like have amazing chemistry um and like i said they don't they don't sugarcoat anything and they have a really huge following uh from you know posting on on twitter consistently and also creating great content and then normally like when you have shows you know like this show you know we got the intro they don't have an intro for their show, but they market that as, you know, them not having an intro. They start the show with a hashtag, no intro, and now it's a thing. And, you know, that shows their creativity together. I mean, amazing chemistry, amazing content, not afraid to talk about, you know, stuff that goes beyond the lines of football and willing to stand on it and not afraid to, you know, <laughs> disassociate the to. You know, disassociate themselves from people that may be a little bit ignorant when it comes to certain situations. How can you not love two individuals like this? So two people that I definitely admire, uh, and you know, created a great platform for themselves. Uh, number three is sports coma, uh, with big Q. Uh, big Q, I mean, come on, man. Big Q, the to me, sorry, I, I apologize to anybody, but the Best independent podcaster that's talking about the New Orleans Saints. Great storyteller. It uh, <laughs> can, can keep you entertained no matter how long he, he goes, right? And always leaves you wanting more. And one of the most genuine and nice individuals that I ever met in my life. Like, I, I was on his show before in the past and the show was over and we end up talking like 30 45 minutes after the show and you know after, after when you cuz when you meet somebody through interviews you know it, you don't really have this sense of really knowing a person i feel like when it comes like to behind the scenes stuff that's when you really start to see like a person's true personality and the dude is like the dude is like really passionate about what he does and just a, a, a genuine, a genuine and great person. And um, I said he's man to me, he's one like he is the best independent, no disrespect to anybody, the best independent podcaster that's talking about the New Orleans Saints to me. Because it is hard for an individual to talk that long and have people gravitate to them, right? And he He goes out his way, he reads articles, like he breaks it down, he makes everybody feel like their're family. He doesn't like neglect individuals, like he he really does a really good job at, at making people matter, and that's uh that's that's key for being a true podcaster. You know, I got nothing but respect for that dude, like for real. Big Q is big Q is like the dude that comes to the barbecue and everybody wants to talk to him. You know that that that's the way I feel about it, and that's the kind of I think that's the kind of vibe that a lot of people want to go to. They want to be the guy at the barbecue, right, man? What you think about this? What you think about that? When you when you master that, then you have like all the rest of the stuff is pretty much easy, you know. So nothing but respect for that guy. Like seriously, N- nothing but respect for Big Q. Uh, much love and salute to Q. Yeah. For real. I mean, nothing but respect for him. Uh, Big Q uh, during the game live streams is intense. And that's another thing, you know, like people are not shying away by what man what people will think if I feel this way. I love that. You know, I love genuine reactions. Right. Not something that's playing like I've been thinking all night, you know, and I'm about to say this. Like it's genuine feelings. And um, that's what I respect. Uh, When I was living in Oregon, Big Q kept me informed. TJ and Big Q to team up on a one-off joint podcast and Big Q can do the Mickey impression and TJ do his song remix. (laughs) Yeah, man, look, I I think, look, I've been on shows um, with Big Q before. I I like the fact that we both like are very passionate about boxing. He loves boxing, too. Like, I love boxing a lot as well. And, uh, you know, anytime I, I team up with him, it's always great stuff, man. Always great to be able to sit down and talk to him. You know, I wish, you know, that we could, like, it's been times where he has invited me on on the show and I, and then the the time didn't, didn't match up. It's rather, you know, I didn't really have the time or he didn't have the time. And, uh, you know, but, man, I, I definitely want to get back, you know, into like, you know, doing stuff. And, but what a, man, what a great individual. Like great podcaster, no doubt about it. Uh number two, we have Locked On Saints with Ross Jackson. Um Ross is um uh, man, um one of those individuals to me is like he's like the he's like the Saints kindergarten teacher. And, and let me let me explain this to you, right? When you have a guy who can sit you down and help you. Like, help you understand Saints football. Don't really, like, don't really just put too much into it. But, like, like what I mentioned, taking Saints information and making it make it simplistic for even the most casual Saints fan. Like, I was listening to Ross, I want to say maybe a couple weeks ago, and he was breaking down the contract situation. Now, if I didn't understand how contracts work or guarantee money, if I listen to Ross, I come away with learning and knowing and and feeling better about Saints football than when I first started to listen. Like, he has a way of, like, sitting you down and be like, okay, this is how it's going to go. Like I said, he has a way of making complicated situations very, very easy. He makes you see certain things like okay why you can't trade michael thomas why that can't be a good idea if you were to trade michael thomas how would you be able to do that and then also like i said he he has a way of just kind of breaking things down and making things very very simple and it's, it's a is it's a joy to watch because it then you know on top of that once again behind the scenes meeting a person like (laughs) and seeing them in front of the camera. Like it makes things even better because you know, it's coming from a genuine place, the passion and the love and the growth that he had over the last three years is nothing short of amazing. Like when I first was introduced to Ross, it was through the who that confessional. And then it went from that to like, you know, taking on the locked on saints. And then the next day, you know, look at locked on saints. I mean, it's pretty much his own entity, you know? And, um, you know, so shouts out to Ross Jackson, man. Ross is definitely uh, he deserves he deserves his flowers, man. He's 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 the best. He's the best at what he does, man. And like I said, I, if if let's just say for example, my wife, I tell y'all all the time, like my wife is not a real big football fan. If I wanted my wife to learn about Saints football, I would tell her to watch Ross Jackson. Like I would, I would tell her to watch Ross Jackson. Like that's that's the way I feel about him. When it comes to like his content and his ability to be able to uh, make things very, very simple uh, for the casual fan and also make it very simple for the diehard as well. I mean, how can you not love a guy like Ross Jackson? Let me go ahead and read some of your comments. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I love Ross Jackson podcast. I love his energy between you and Ross. I feel like y'all my two little brothers. I love you guys and the words of DA, keep doing what you're doing in a good way. <laughs> well, hopefully I ain't throwing two pick sixes in, in the first half of a game. But, uh, yeah, I, I I appreciate that. Uh, let's see, uh, Ross the Troop, uh, let me know uh, how you're momming <laughs> them. Don't get no realer than that. Uh, let's see, uh, Ross, the homie as well. Ross is the who that nation, Rich Eisen. Man, that's for real, that's getting a chance to like know him and talking to him and and hanging out with him. Like that is not a facade. Like you can't turn that on and off. And I think what people see, well, I don't think what people see on that camera is, is him genuinely him. And from, you know, the time that I spent with him time, I had opportunities to interview him. Uh, New Orleans can say a prayer for Seattle. Hopefully we get Lamar Jackson. Well, hopefully y'all get Lamar Jackson, you know, I mean, I ain't got no problem with the Seahawks fan. I think I I always have respect for the blue collar fan and Seattle Seahawks fans are definitely, uh you know, what I consider blue collar, you know. And then not to mention, I mean, Seattle was Seattle is like one of the nicest places in the world. You know, like you're always like ranked in the top three, you know, when it comes to like nicest places. And they not lying. I ain't, anybody ever met from Seattle is like really, really nice. You know? uh, I would love for you guys to work together one day. That would be a hell of a show yeah i agree with that i agree like i say i want to work with you know a lot of people I, I really do uh my first time seeing you and big q was the joint broadcast and living in the dfw i always said it's like being at the barber shop yeah i always like collabing with a uh, big q man he does a really good job and somebody that i didn't mention and um this was no disrespect but i want to uh, i want to help people understand where i'm coming from all right so i know notice that on the list i didn't mention new orleans die football with nick underhill and mike Triplett and, and kevin washington this is the reason why it look there are podcasts and then there are people that just kind of you know exceed that like i feel like there are podcasters and you know broadcasters and then there's nick underhill and mike Triplett. like these guys are like and i'm not like i'm i'm being honest i don't look at like i don't look at them as like podcast content creator type guys like they're like the go to guy like every for for everything that we talk about for the most part rather it's any one of us we probably got that information because of something that nick or mike said and i just feel like when I think about like just podcasting, like they do a they do a good job, but I'm I look at them as like kind of exceeding that. Like I just feel like if they're doing a podcast, you know, you know, kind of to talk about it, but I also feel like they don't really need a podcast. Like they just kind of doing that just to kind of enjoy it. And, you know, like and sit down and kind of, you know, just talk a little bit. But I I don't, I, I look at them as like being entities a little bit bigger than podcasts, right? Because like I said, every, for the most part, everything that we talk about, everything that's discussed, any like inside information mostly comes from them, you know, like they, so it's like, why even put them, like why even put them on the list? You know what I'm saying? Like, because everybody on here basically has interviewed these guys to get their point of view uh in order to create the content for themselves. I mean nine times out of ten. So it doesn't have anything to do with like me disrespecting them at all. I just feel like man, I, I don't know. It, it's like it, it's it's like okay if you I don't call it a pyramid scheme or whatever, but it's like a pyramid. I give it a pyramid. And the information that is dra- rained down like by them is how we create this content. So to me, you know, I didn't want to just put them on the list because I just feel like, you know, like it pretty much speaks for itself when it comes to these guys, you know. So that, you know, there, it was no disrespect because I seen somebody was like, "Man, you ain't mention New Orleans football." It has nothing to do with the fact that I don't find those guys entertaining. It's not the fact that I don't find those guys uh, informative because, once again, I don't think that a lot of people would have content if it wasn't for these guys. So. That's the reason I, you know, I didn't put them on the list because I feel like they're kind of in the league by themselves. All right, and then finally, um, the number one coming on the list is after further re- review with Matt Moscone. Um, Matt Moscona is my number one broadcaster. Sorry for anybody else. Here's the reason why. As a broadcaster, one thing that I love from any broadcaster that I listen to. Is their storytelling. Matt Muscona, I don't know how he does it, but Matt Muscona has mastered the art of storytelling. Like the guy, I I never seen anything like it. Like, when I say this man is sitting, like, oh, he's not in in the studio alone, but for the most part, let's just for for purposes, you know, like just just for just to kind of set the move. Let's just say that he's in there by himself. All right. Matt Muscona, you see a camera, one camera on him, and for like what, three hours, three, four hours? It's like it's like you're sitting in there with him. Like I like I never seen anything like this. Like the guy has mastered the art of storytelling. And it's like you can close your eyes and envision yourself sitting on the couch and this dude talking to you. Or he's sitting on, uh, you're sitting on a patio at a barbecue and he's right there. Or basically at the barbershop. Like any setting that you have. And it's not like he's talking to a whole bunch of people. It's like he's talking to you and only you. Even though he's talking to thousands of people every single day. And that is hard to do. That's hard to do. So for that alone, I got to put this dude at the top. And not to mention, once again, this dude is in a high position. He's a guy that people look at as the go-to guy for information. But he's not afraid to be himself. He's not afraid to call out the Saints' imperfections. He's not afraid to talk about Dennis Allen if it's warranted. He's not afraid to talk about the team if it's warranted. And at the same time, like you say, he does not alienate his fan base or his listeners. I mean, it's it's amazing to actually watch this dude work. And uh, it's something, what he does is something that I inspire to be. I wish that one day I could be as good of a storyteller as Matt Muscone is, you know. And the way that he can just kind of put it all together and uh, make it work, I mean, it, it, it's just absolute magic. So to me, man, he's he's the number one guy for me, you know. You know, he, he's the number one guy. Matt Moscona is, I'm sorry, no disrespect, but he is goaded. There's there's some goats now. Every last one of these guys on here some goats, but he's goaded. And anybody that has not listened to this guy, you're doing yourself a disservice. You You really are. Like, you're doing – if you – I'm telling you, if you have any intentions or any dreams of being a broadcaster, Listen to Matt Mascone, listen to him like if you want to do sports talk, listen to Matt I mean that's that's the best advice I can give you much love fam I thought you guys were content with Gino um <laughs> uh or well, he said content with Gino yeah look i i I can't b- too much blame Seattle Seahawks fans for this one um. I mean, that's one year, right? That could be an outlier. I mean, to me, I'm putting Geno Smith on a franchise tag. Sorry, I I got to see it again. If he does it again, then you got to extend him. But one year and you've been in the league for how long? What, like 10 years? I got to see it again. So, if you're going to have if you're going to have Geno as your starting quarterback, you need to put a franchise tag on him. And I don't feel like that's bad because, I mean, he hasn't proved outside of 2022 that he can be a starting quarterback. So I need to see it again. Matt without the hat is the proper ESPN guy. Matt with the hat is straight out the boot. Matt, he keeps it real. Yeah, he definitely does, man. I mean, they sitting at the cigar bar or, you know, he had his uh, in his office at his house. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a uh, turn up, Matt. <laughs> but I mean, even, you know, PC Matt, you know, is a uh, pretty pretty special. And once again, that's that's <laughs> that's his magic. Once again, to be able to cold switch like that. AFR is for the ride home. Locked on Saints is my first listen on the side of off the bench with Hester um, and T Bob. Like I mean, man, all those shows are good. Like all all of them are good. Can't go wrong with any of them. How you gonna wish you are anything of a human being for number one no offense to them but keeping it real or rich you must not uh know what and who you are and etc um I'm not too sure about what to think about that elite uh let's see uh the goat league. <clears throat> please Lord let y'all sign Jimmy G I'm praying for y'all <laughs> look I, I mean when it comes to like Jimmy G he'll find a job man Jimmy G, like to me, Jimmy G is not a bad quarterback. Now, I think he's losing a battle of attrition. So I think that that's one of the reasons why you can win with Jimmy G because it was proven. If we want to be honest, all these quarterbacks out here that everybody talking about, Jimmy G should be mentioned among all those guys, even before Derek Carr. Let me tell you why. Because Jimmy G has shown you that you can win with him. When we talk about Derek Carr, that's kind of, you know, kind of wistful thinking. Like, we haven't seen Derek Carr go through the playoffs. He's been to the playoffs, but I don't think he ever won a playoff game. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong if if he ever won a playoff game. I don't think he did, but he's been to the playoffs. But Jimmy G has been to the big game, what, you know, once? You know, almost got there the year before last so i ain't got no problem with that i, I think jimmy g should be mentioned highly, higher than Derek carr if you want to be honest i think he's probably not because of his injury history but if we talking about somebody that you know you can win with why not jimmy g uh you might go though tj i've been following you for the longest uh my brother well i appreciate that man i appreciate it. everybody that uh that follows the show you know i appreciate that you know but once again, man, these 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 individuals deserve some flowers, man. They deserve that. And you know, those that, that are out there, you know, I mean, I have seen other people, you know, mention like you know Nola Bros and all, you know, and, and podcasts like that. I and mean, those guys are working hard too. You know, those guys are working hard too. But like I said, it's it's not a knock on anybody. I don't sit up here and be like, man, I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you don't like I'm not mentioning you because you're not good. I think everybody once again anybody that creates content that you know uh, sits in front or sits behind a microphone and sits in front of a camera and they put content i have nothing but respect for you you know because it's it's not easy like it is not easy to do like (laughs) some people make it look easy but it is not easy to do i mean i go back and I, i listen to some of the older takes for the State of the Saints, and I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't uh some of my best stuff, but hey, Jimmy G always seemed to get disrespected. Yeah, that's because of who he is, man. Um I think that when people look at a quarterback, if he's not out there, and which I don't understand because when people say, Man, team ain't winning because of Jimmy G, I remember, like, I don't know if y'all remember but I remember Jimmy G lit up the Saints for what he had about six touchdowns in one game. I mean, I've seen Jimmy G get hot, throw four, five touchdowns. So I, I mean, I don't know why this dude like don't get mentioned. I don't know why people feel like you can't win with this dude. Like I've seen, like I've seen Jimmy G carve up some teams and he's tough. Like I know he gets hurt, but when he in a game, man, like like he, he, he's a gamer. So, Yeah, he'll miss a throw or two, but I just think that people just kind of put emphasis on it, you know. But I don't like every quarterback misses throws. But I think Jimmy G deserves a lot more respect than people give him credit for. TJ, I asked you this a few days ago. I asked you again, uh, do we have the coaching staff currently to help develop uh, the draft picks that we prop? Ryan, we can only hope so. We can only hope so. I I can't answer that question. Um, I wish I had that answer for you, but I don't. All I know is uh, they brought in some guys that are known for developing guys, okay? Uh, Marcus Robinson, uh, the secondary coach, known for developing guys. The new defensive coordinator is known for developing guys. So, And then you also have um, Doug Marone, who is known for developing guys. Like, you can say what you want to say about Doug Marone. You can talk about suspect, the offensive line was. But for years, we had issues with Cesar Ruiz. This past year, we've seen the development of Cesar Ruiz. So there you go. I, I, like As far as when, we come, when we're talking about offense, developing quarterbacks, running backs, I don't know. I don't know. But they do have some guys on the team that have the capabilities of developing guys. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. I'm not going to just go into the season and say all hope is lost. They can't. They can't develop anybody. I, I will have to wait and see approach before I uh go down that go down that route, you know. So yeah. We're not disrespecting his skills, he's injury prone is facts. My dog, yeah, like I said, I look, there's there's two things that are true here, right? There are two things that are true. He is injury prone and he is disrespected when it comes to his skills. Now, you may not fall. In one of those categories, you might fall more at the the more injury prone category. But there are people that question this dude's ability, and I don't feel like that's fair. Like if you're trying to convince me for the last month, two months that Derek Carr is a winning quarterback, even though it hasn't been shown, you got the Jets out here talking about he can be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, They must have had more than one cup of wine at that table when they had that meet and greet. But you know. All I'm saying is the dude has won on a big stage. He has, you know, he has made some plays. And and I also feel like in certain moments where it mattered most, a lot of people felt like they only got the bare minimum. Like when you think about when the 49ers went to the Super Bowl, he only threw the ball 10 times. They ran the ball down the throat of the Green Bay Packers all game long. And then they talk about how he missed Emmanuel Sanders down the right sidelines, and but for the most part, this dude has made plays. He's made plays, and uh, he has taken over games. So, for people to just to say that he doesn't have like any clutch tendencies, uh, he don't have any gaming tendencies. Like I just feel like you're wrong, and I honestly felt like if he won, if he has won the battle with Trish, right? If he if he won this battle. I think that a lot of people have more to say about him as a good quarterback than what they do now. Uh, I think we invested five uh, first-round picks between Penning, Davenport, and Turner, along with uh, production. Hasn't been seen because of an injury bug. All these guys in the trenches. Davenport was out of shape. Yeah, that. I think, man, if I can interview one person, I'm not going to lie to you. If I can interview one person, it would be Marcus Davenport. And and it's not because I just want to sit up here and talk about, you know, try to bash the dude, but I really feel like there was something psychological that happened to this dude this past season. Like to me, it it, it, it just seems like he was just out there. Like it just seemed like he wasn't like, come on, man. Like he's like, you can talk about this dude all day and night, but he much better than a half of a sack. And I just think that some of the injuries that he dealt with, the the constant injuries that he just faced, and then not to mention you getting your finger amputated, I think it had a lot to do with his psyche. And I know that we may not want to hear that because, oh, man, these these dudes get paid millions of dollars. But look, no matter how much you get paid, if something catastrophic happens to you, man, it's going to affect you psychologically. And I just think that something was bothering this dude psychologically. I I, I honestly would want to interview this guy to hear his story because I really feel like it had nothing to do with this dude just not wanting to play. You know, I think that there was a level of disinterest because of all the things that he'd been through. And um, I feel bad for him. Like, I do. I I feel bad for the man because – we we will sit here and talk about, you know, the dude is not good, he ain't never gonna be good. But I think that there's a lot of I think there's a lot of mental trauma that this dude has been through. And I think that we have grown accustomed to individuals turning it on and off and you know, them supposing to have this switch. But what happens when this stuff really starts to affect you? So I would love to, like, honestly, I would love to interview this dude. Like, not to talk about, not to talk about, oh, man, look how, you know, you only had half a say, why did this happen? Like, I really feel like it was much deeper. And regardless of if he comes back to New Orleans saying he signs with somebody else or not, I want to see this dude live up to his potential, you know? So I, I hope that, you know, whatever he's going through, I hope that he gets it together. But you ain't about to, like, We can talk about Davenport and all these different things that happened and what we thought he should have been and what he's going to be. But I'm telling you, man, there was something much deeper going on with Davenport than any of us imagine. I'm pretty sure those guys in the locker room probably understand it. But I really just feel like there was something deeper going on with dude. Kathleen said, I absolutely agree, TJ. I enjoy Big Q's podcast. I have learned so much about the business side of the Saints. That I do not did not know. Yeah, I mean, Big Q does a really good job. He's a man of the people. <laughs> uh who that Saints fan says, Tyrone. Barbara says human nature will out uh no matter how much or how little uh you make. Exactly. Doesn't matter. We all go through different situations, we all go through problems, no matter how much. You know, we, we start putting dollar amounts on people's uh anxiety and depression. Like, Man, how can you be upset because you're making this much money? Money don't always solve everything. I mean, you know, it can make you live comfortably, but that don't always solve the problems. Jimmy G has been to two NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl. He was an overthrow away from being a Super Bowl champion, and also he had Coach Bill wanted to trade the goat for him. I think his career would have been a lot better keeping it real if he probably would have stayed in, in New England. Marcus Davenport, thank you very much for the $2. Says Thank TJ. It's my childhood dream to be on your show. Well, I don't need it to be a childhood dream, but I would I would love to interview him, you know? Cause man, I would I would just like to like talk to him, you know, person to person, not just athlete to broadcaster or broadcaster. I would just love to hear this. Like, ain't nobody about to tell me that there wasn't something there that was much deeper than you know than any of us imagine davenport gets pressure just needs to finish with the sack i believe we as a team were top five in team sacks yeah i mean but they they start to come on a little bit too late i mean you need to imagine how many sacks the saints can have if they actually started early like they they start picking up around week six week seven you know like if you can start the season the way they end the season i think they'll be fine like but they they start off sputtering right when it comes to defense and then the next thing you know they playing lights out but by the time y'all playing lights out y'all two three games behind you know behind 500 or under 500 i should say i mean you gotta you gotta hit the ground running uh i almost got 20 saints channels i got sots big q hoodie ross matt the boot saints happy hour uh Let's see who that confessional UTD and WDC NOF Dolph 17, etc. There any Saints podcast or any Saints content, you're gonna see Jerry show up. I guarantee you that Jerry know what's going on here. <laughs> He's gonna show up. Um, and you know, Jerry has supported this show. I mean, honestly, since this show first started, and uh, you know, I'm I'm forever uh grateful um for him, you know, for doing it man like i said i mean you you have guys who actually took the journey with me and and honestly when people like say oh man you know like you all you talking to them and that but man these these guys believed in me when nobody else did like before like i appreciate everybody you know that comes along but these guys like you know believed in you know the, the channel they believed in the content they believed in what was going and i'm grateful for that you know so um I always got love for, you know, man, a good amount of people that I always see here, that I've always saw here, like even in the beginning. But I have appreciation for everybody that ever clicks on this channel and and watches anything. Rather, it's the whole show of five minutes. Because you can be doing something else. Uh, More money, more problem. Classic biggie. Interior D-line played, uh, didn't play the best. I agree with that. Definitely need a change at that, day, my dog. Uh, Mom said, what about me? What about you? I'll just joke. <laughs> nah, look, you already know you have a special place in my heart. Like, it goes beyond uh, this show, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, what kind of son would I be? Be like, I love my mama because she watches my show. Like, nah. <laughs> nah, but seriously, like, um, you know, my mom always supports me. Y'all already know that, man. Um so i wouldn't have i wouldn't have uh i wouldn't have this creative ability or be able to do what i'm doing if it weren't for my mom my mom is uh, a very creative person she writes poetry she wrote she's written books children's books adult books uh, about you know little memoirs and whatnot um you know wrote plays you know for the church you know when you know when i was telling uh the whole world needs to be t- uh taxed when she had me playing caesar augusta and playing Joseph in the the Christmas play for about seven years, you know, like, (laughs) so all the creativity that, you know, I have for the most part definitely uh, comes from my mom, you know, from, you know, some of my abilities to create things. So I wouldn't have half of that if it weren't for her. Does that sound better? I hope it does. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. uh, Hey mama, see, uh, we can't uh, leave you out. Hey, something about what about me? Uh, let's see elite sister barbara og stoner uh, 1017 how y'all doing hope everybody having a good day i asked that you hit the like button and once again i gotta mention that the show is brought to you by manscape.com use the promo code sots you'll save 20 off your purchase got a contest going right now purchase anything from manscape use that promo code uh first three people are going to win a gift Courtesy of yours truly from Manscaped.com Alright, so let's get back Into it um, Salute to Mama Jones For giving us TJ, well I appreciate that. And um, Let me see if I'm missing anybody Josh says I never believed in you TJ, I always thought you were horrible <laughs> Well, uh, I, I'm sorry to hear that Man, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, Let me see Oh hell got to change it up a little bit <laughs> i don't think i don't think i you know i don't think i'm that terrible uh but like, i'm trying to see if I, I don't miss anybody here see big q is the people champ simple as that yeah he definitely the people champ i don't think you know i, I think he definitely a man of the people but if if okay for a few uh, for a few minutes let's just go ahead and talk about a little bit about uh, some Saints football. Uh let's talk a little bit about and I, I haven't talked about this. I haven't talked about this and um I don't know, should I save this for another show? Should we talk about Alvin Kamara? I mean, so close to the end of the show. Or should we save that for another day? <laughs> Cuz I haven't talked about it. I mean, since this this newfound footage came out, you know, uh, him uh, stealing off on dude and stomping a mud hole in him and walking it dry. I haven't talked about it. I haven't talked about it in um, my thoughts and my feelings about this. Um, I mean, we all know that that brother was indicted. Um, a lot of people feel like he's going to do some jail time. I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I feel like we kind of have to expound on this at a later date because I wouldn't want to just kind of just go into this towards the end of a show if that if that makes any sense now like i said it's y'all call right i can wrap it up (laughs) come back and talk for about 20 30 minutes and maybe discuss this or you know we can maybe save it for another day i'll I'll leave that up to y'all because i do want to talk about it haven't talked about it um we're kind of just waiting for everything to kind of come out before i you know say anything about it and what would this actually mean to the New Orleans Saints? So, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, AK, I personally don't think he uh, going to do any jail time, but his suspension is definitely coming. A lengthy one at that. Yeah, I, I, I definitely I definitely uh, believe that. I definitely believe that. I'm saying save it for another day. So, next episode, we're going to talk about that. Next episode, we're going to talk about AK. We're going to break that down, talk about AK a little bit, because I want to i want to give it you know i I want to give everybody opportunity to uh you know chime in on it you know uh talk about it tj we messy uh (laughs) i'll save it for another show man because this isn't something that i would like i'll be kind of speeding through it and definitely towards the end of the show you know anybody gonna nobody gonna catch it you know nobody gonna catch it or you know because you know we talked about all the different great podcasts and broadcasters that we have out here that's covering the same. so let's let's save it for another show uh i hope we start Lattimore and elante as i wanted to cornerbacks camaro will do some time uh for that and we'll come out of pocket well you know i mean i've heard david montgomery uh name come out you know um you know, I I think that that's a good guy. You know, the, um, the former well, I won't call him former, but he's new. Uh, the Chicago Bears running back. I think that he'll be a good fit. He kind of has that run between the tackle, catch the ball out of backfield type thing going for him. And also, there's a lot of younger running backs out there that can be added to the room. And um, so there's that, some guys that can come in and fill in. Um, but he has some big shoes to fill. I can tell you that right now. Like you ain't about to fall off the turnip truck and give Alma kamara type production. I can tell you that right now. Uh TJ, is a real podcast for the last three to four years. I love your show for so many uh times straight up. I salute you. I hope you're gonna talk about young players going to the draft uh picks for uh on a team in April. Yeah, we definitely we're gonna be talking about the NFL draft as it gets closer. When we'll we talk about the combine. Um, and there's so much stuff that we want to talk about. We don't want to like if we just start making shows and talking about things that you know gonna happen. I mean, how special would it be, you know, when those things actually occur? Because it's gonna be like, Well, we already kind of talked about that. So, of course, we want to talk about the combine. Uh, we also want to just talk about you know, um, the draft and where the saints are gonna go. I mean, because this isn't set in stone, right? I mean, I know the Saints got the 29th pick, but this isn't set in stone. And so many other teams may be making phone calls, trying to, you know, do little trade packages to try to move up and boost their draft stock. So, you know, let's see where it's going to go, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, someone at my church called me greatness. Another one called me the man, the myth, the legend. And i like... <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, you definitely, you know, you're definitely a, a, a legend and a myth, you know, because I mean, like I said, you, you definitely show up on everybody's channel and I don't know how you do it. So definitely a legend in that. John ja Morant will definitely shoot somebody, son. <laughs> we talk about John ja Morant. AK got uh, baited. He took the cheese. He tried to keep the guy back, but dude still wanted to smoke. Um, <laughs> well, you going to get a payday. I can tell you that. TJ, this is a great topic, very creative. That's what's up. This is one of the reasons we love and support the SOTS. Well, thank you, man. We try to be as creative as we can. Like this. (laughs) Hold on, what are we gonna play?
1: myself, what the heck is going on? What is on? going on, man? Dennis Allen called the player to the sidelines and he fell. He collapsed. His whole body hit the floor. He hit the floor. Dennis walked up to him and looked at him and asked him, what's the matter? He said, coach, just my it's toe. It's just my toe. Turtle, turtle Yeah, coach, I got that turtle toe, turtle toe. Turp toe, turp toe. I think I got that turp toe. Turp toe, turp toe. Lord knows I wanna play. Turp toe, but toe because I got that turp toe, turp toe. I said, Coach, when I got a
0: turp toe. right there, man. Hey, man, we didn't, man, we didn't create some. <laughs> Man, we created quite a few songs, man. I want—I would want to know, though, like, out of all the songs that we we permit here on the State of the Saints, what song would y'all like the best? What song do y'all like the best? I mean, because I I—I mean, I created quite a few here. You know, we created a lot of songs. <laughs> let me see. I want to... Let me see. What one would be my favorite? Um, I don't know. I, let me see. I mean, because you have Turf Toe. Then you got uh, being a Saints fan is never easy. Then you have uh, what would that um just be good to my team? <laughs> and then we just recently had one. Uh, how will I know? You know, I think I think that uh, that's probably what my favorite. If I had somebody that could actually sing, kind of on a level of close to, you know, a Whitney Houston type voice, which is very hard. That that'll never be found. Uh, but if I can find somebody like that, I think the song would have came out a little better than me just trying to, you know, the same Uh Let's see. Um, I like this one too.
2: Let me tell you a story about a coach with an eight
0: and 28 record. He had an opportunity to change the way the NFL world would look at him forever. But listen. We got this one. It's still
2: who that. But who? Being a Saints fan is never. Easy. It's not, man. Being a Saints fan is never. Look. Started off the season, thought this team was gonna win a division. Ten weeks later, this wasn't the team that I envisioned. Watching the games have been disgusting. D8 ain't the answer, and at this point, ain't even worth discussing. Can't move the ball, they stay punting. Yeah. It's amazing how this team's sucking. God, please grant this team some deed. They're going to need it because Dalton been throwing picks and underthrowing his receivers. And my patience is bad. I'm constantly getting mad. I'm thinking about the teams and players they used to have when Brees surely was clutch. And Peyton cooking it up and the defense was average. But at least they didn't suck. Uh, too many problems. Too many false starts. Too many injuries to these players. Man, they're leaving on cards. Somebody told me we need to go and blow this thing up. But this is the life of a Saints fan. season of bad luck and i can't believe
1: it being a saint
2: fan is never
1: easy
2: it's not man being a Saint fan is never easy all we want you to do is what we know you can do but hey maybe it's not our year
0: Yeah, so we got quite a few joints, man. (laughs) I think a total, I think we done maybe like five songs. (laughs) Like five of them. Let's see. uh, Which one y'all like the most, though? Which one y'all like the most? Uh, I might can do something with that Whitney. How would I know? I need to hear that once again. All right. Just, uh, Just for show purposes, I'll play it again. Last one. You know everybody's talking about Dennis Allen. They're telling us that wasn't Dennis Allen coach. That wasn't Dennis Allen's player.
2: But my question is, how would I know if Dennis Allen is the right guy for the job? How will I know? How would I know?
1: Let's go! Me-
0: then whose was it? Man, that was that's probably my favorite right there, though. That's probably my favorite. (laughs) But seriously, man, like um, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Uh well, I know why I started the How Would I Know song. Like, I was actually watching the uh I Wanna Dance with Somebody movie with my wife, the Whitney Houston uh movie that recently came out, and um, you know, after the movie, you know, I went back you know, uh, listening to some uh, Whitney Houston songs and how would I know it was like, you know, on Apple music. And I started listening to it. And I'm like, man, I think I can make something out of this. So that's how I ended up starting it. And uh, I heard somebody was talking about like the production of like one of the songs that are different. Some of the songs that I, I make up is most of, most of the songs I do here at the station, the song, I want to say um, the easy song and the turf toe I actually did at home, and it's like a completely different software, so I'm able to do a little bit more than what I can do here. So that would explain that. But I hope everybody, you know, everybody enjoyed it. Now, I'd like to know what your favorite uh, song that we created here on the State of the Saints podcast is, and uh, you know, maybe we can just kind of do like a little bracket or something like that. But but I I enjoy like creating content that people can enjoy. I mean, that's what it's all about. Uh, this man a whole music <laughs> Uh Mine too. Uh, let's see. Get these on Spotify. If you if you listen to State of the Saints, you can <laughs> you can get it on Spotify. <laughs> let's see. Uh, you flooring on this one. I get talking about the easy. Yeah, should have got chosen on on, on verse number two or something like that. <laughs> um, I knew TJ does music. I, I definitely don't do music. Like honestly, I don't I don't do music at all. Um, that was honestly what you all get to be honest is me being a risk taker like i don't just sit up here like okay man let me make a make a track like in my off time like sometimes i just like okay i think i might do this on the show today or i might do this on this episode so it's definitely with me trying something different and trying to see where we at yeah boy this the one for show let's see uh turf toe and easy great show uh easy, uh, let's see, sang singing church. <laughs> Think everybody's singing church, no matter if, if you're good at it or you're bad at it. You know if you got your grandma or your mama, they're going to put you up in front of that microphone one time. They're going to have you singing one verse. Uh, you you can sound like, like they say, who shot John, but they're still going to put you up there. Go ahead and sing that song. You were singing it in the kitchen. <laughs> put you on the spot. You be in the back of the church, be like, be like, he wanna sing, like, huh? <laughs> yeah, you were singing that song, sing that song that you were singing in in, in the bathroom. saying that song you were singing in the kitchen. There, there, ain't, no, there ain't nobody gonna put you on a spot like the black church. I tell you that right now, they will put you on the spot. It's like being a fly on the wall during the making of Chappelle show. TJ, the creativity is crazy, can't stop laughing. Uh, I might can do something with the Whitney. Yeah, probably gonna need you to do something with that. Uh that's how they did me at church. Yeah, they definitely gonna put you up there at church. <laughs> and then you always got that, you always got that one person that everybody acts the same, but they be acting like they don't want to sing, but they really want to sing. So they always talk about how hoarse their voice is. I'm a little hoarse. <laughs> I'm a little horse today. First giving honor and my obedience to the Almighty God. Then all of a sudden they sing, they singing like like heaven opened up and, and God about to come down. But they they <laughs> but they uh, voice horse. That's every, that's every good singer excuse, but not singing. I'm a little hoarse today. <laughs> the next thing you know,
1: I love the Lord.
0: He heard my cry. I'm like, wait a minute, what's wrong with your voice? <laughs> I'm a little hoarse today. <laughs> I know I ain't the only person. Like oh, as, er- as everybody's excuse, I'm hoarse today. Go out there and bring the whole church down. I'm like, God, oh, dog. I wish I can sound like that when I'm hoarse. <laughs> when I'm hoarse, I can't even talk. I bet TJ grew up on these songs on uh, Saturday morning cleanups. <laughs> uh, they did me like that until I refused. Where they lie, I decline. Yeah, they are gonna do it, you know. But you have to work up to that. Now you can't just start. You can't just start off denying them. Like they gonna be like, Nah, man, nah. <laughs> like you gonna have to sing. Uh they see they come out and blow the whole roof off. You ain't lying. DJ hitting them high nose hard, man. They, hey, that's how I be, man. People. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody heard that. I'm a little bit hoarse. The dude who owns all the mics who can't sing wants to sing. <laughs> Let's see. Uh I hold on. I think I pretty much read all the all the rest of these. But yeah, man, I mean, look everything everybody you know if you ever uh grew up in the in a baptist church black church church in general like some you know people they, they always gonna put a microphone in your face they're gonna put a microphone in your face for two reasons when it's time like when they have like a program they gonna want you to read something uh or like if they want you to sing right? and when you get older you can respectfully decline but when you like 11, 12 you better sing that song. All right. You better sing 99 and a half just won't do. Uh you better sing glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I laid my burdens down, you're gonna have to sing that, right? No matter how, no matter how you sound, they're gonna hold you to leave. <laughs> but thank you all so much for checking out the State of the saves podcast. Really do appreciate it. Next episode, we're gonna be talking about Alvin Kamara um and breaking down that whole situation and what does it mean the new orleans saints but in the meantime i ask that you hit that subscribe button um hit the like button if you enjoy the state of the saints podcast previous episodes available on apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, anchor fm also you can follow me on twitter if you want to interact with yours truly twitter at tjayjones8 have a good morning noon night whenever you're checking out this podcast and like always all i gotta say is who that